I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skulls. Skulls. Skills and skills. Oh, fucking hell! Skills I've acquired over a long career. Skills that bring me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go, no, that'll be the end of it. Yes. It. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you, and I will kill you. Thanks for the toasty. It was. I don't know what was it. Beans. It was beans, ham. Uh, beans, ham, and cheese. It was like lava. Hotter than the sun. Oh. In the style of Ronan? What's the song called? So I got the lyrics. Uh, when you say nothing at all. When you. Was it you or is it Y? No, it's, it's Y. Yeah. W E N U. By Ronan Keating. Correct. I thought it was a. Jack Roldal. Yeah, like Jones literature. Sort of. I love that book by Ronan Keating. It does sound like it, doesn't it? it sounds like he makes cakes. It's amazing how you can speak right to my heart. I'll come in the chorus. Oh. Well, I say in a word, it can light up with that dark. Oh, we can eat an apple. Try as I may. I may never explain Someone got a hold of your throat <laughs> When I hear when you don't say a thing <laughs> The smile on your face lets me know that you need me There's a truth in your eyes saying you'll never leave me The touch of your hand says you'll catch me whenever I Nothing at all. Oh, beautiful. Mm. So that's a oh fuck. Oh yeah. What? Do I know this one? Do you know this one? It's only the big hit. Is it? Is it from? Finally doing it. Is it War Machine? <laughs> <laughs> it's only that big hit by Enrique Iglesias. Hero. You've got honestly, you've got a voice that take your back teeth out. We can beat them. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Dirty deeds and they're done dirt cheap. ACDC. Although he doesn't sing it there. <laughs> Dirty deeds done you dirt cheap. Dirty deeds. Yeah. Oh fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, what's, uh, <laughs> what's the best word for snot? Cum. A crow. <laughs> a crow. A crow. <laughs> Have you ever heard that no, one? I like booger. A booger. A booger. A booger. He's got a big booger. A bogey. Excuse me, you got a booger. Bogey. Excuse me, you've got a booger. A booger. What do you reckon my Liam Neeson impression is? Now, I think you're really impressed with it and you want confirmation. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, it's really good. I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, it is really good. I, I was don't, shocked. I think it's like times two. I don't think he's that deep, but... Is he not? No. No. No, he's <laughs> not. I don't know who Maybe you he's are. Got, if he's got a cold. Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know who you are. No, he's not Scottish <laughs> either. I don't know who you are, but Can I'll find you. Can we please record? Right, we I go. have got things to do tonight. Hello and welcome to WCCY. Um, we've rebranded mm. and this is the... Uh, it doesn't matter. Hello and welcome. Today we're doing uh, The what Mind do Robber. Doesn't oh, it doesn't matter, does it? We're doing The Mind Robber and we're doing The Dinosaurs on a Spaceship 1. Yeah. Now, before we go any further, I do have a bit of a confession to make. A conversation occurred on the After Show group chat the other day. Yeah. Which made me rethink everything. Mm. Now, I might have to say I might say this off mic. Was it Rob? It wasn't Rob. Or was it Matt? Mm-hmm. Gonna go on. I like Taylor Swift. He likes Taylor Swift. No, I like Taylor Swift. You like Taylor Swift? Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I like Taylor Swift. Good for you. I think she's great. Really, really. Yeah. I know you. Um, Spoke wonders about one chorus that she's done, or is that not her? That is That's it. not her. Is that Ariana Grande? No, it's not. That's uh, it's not Mila Kunis. No, she it's... doesn't sing. It's um, <laughs> don't tell me, Selena Gomez. No, don't tell me, Miley Cyrus. No, what is her name? <coughs> it's gone now. Katy Perry. That's the one. No. They're all the same. I, th- I think it's called Never Really Over or just because it's over. <laughs> I think that chorus that's, that's, is great. That's Leaper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know, I think... Sorry. I've just, I've come to the realisation that I think Taylor Swift's great. I do. Have and you? I think people are far too snobby. I think part of the problem comes with that you just mentioned the name and it's sort of, oh God. I think because she's in that Cesspit. <laughs> she's in that bunch, isn't she? Right yeah. <laughs> There's something there. It stopped me. <laughs> it all, you almost went, you are my uh, sunshine. I think it's gone. She's of that cesspit, isn't she? She is. Of of Katy Perry. Sort of. I think um, I think the problem is is that she just it's it comes across as, as quite generic stuff. But Maybe. I heard style. You've got that James Dean daydream look in your eye. I was like, fucking hell, this is great. Mm. Where's where this been all my life? Diary out, you put. Yeah. <laughs> Tay-Tay Stan. 
Taste Stan. Um, Love Hearts. Yeah. yeah. Glitter. It works. Have you told Leroy this? Yeah. What, what did she think? Cause she I, just said, okay. Oh. Yeah. See, I would have thought it should be like over the moon. Are right. you going to... Um, what's the 10 minute version she's done? Oh, no, 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 no. You don't like that? Uh, so I, you like some of Taylor Swift. You don't like all of... Or you like the idea of Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just think she's great. She can do no wrong in my eyes anymore. Oh, I think she's you a good. Mean, she's a good egg. You know what? Happened? And she seems about eight foot tall. Do you know what happened last time you said that? Did they turn out to be a diddler? Yeah. Right. So who? No, Phil Collins was the last one I said. And nothing. So no. Oh, it was me, wasn't it? It was you that said yeah. you like no. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. No, I said that. I refer you back to episode. No, I I said I'm sure he's a good person. Yeah, but I don't like him. Week. And someone on Twitter said you said this. Yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, I I'm fully in. What does that mean? Fully in. What to does Taylor that mean Swift? for me? I don't know, <laughs> but what, I just don't want to be associated with you know the people that are like obsessed yeah. with. Said lady Taylor 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 Tay Tay, uh, you know, when they're just obsessed, yeah, like, obsessed, yeah, that's really creepy. I'm not obsessed, mm. I just think she's great. You have an admirer, Tay Tay, mm. he's in Wales, yeah. If you want to work together, oh, if you want to come and play the, the middle pub next month, would you like to play with her? Pardon, would you, <laughs> <laughs> would you like to play alongside oh, her? She's too a... tall for me. How tall is she? Uh, she looks very tall. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. How tall is Taylor Swift? One moment. <laughs> Fucking hell. Taylor Swift is five feet ten inches tall. Oh. Oh, that's not tall. Well, I suppose it is. She just looks huge. I think all the people in her band must be tiny. Mm. Anyway. Heels. Woody Harrelson. Yep. Is he crap? No. Okay. Um, he, I think sometimes, he, did you see him in the Hunger Games? Did you, did you spy him? Yeah, there's a binge at the minute that um, I'm not into. I'm into Woody. I think I, I, I You first, like a Woody, do you? Yeah, I think I first got introduced to Woody in the film Anger Management. Luke Morris likes a big Woody. Um, but he was funny <clears> in that, and I thought he was great. Um, and ever since then, yeah. Interesting. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, True Detective, I think it's my favourite he's been in. Right. I love Woody Harrelson. Right. Is that what you said, Woody Harrelson? Yeah, Woody, yeah. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> so, some I think that's Woody. how you pronounce his name. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know. Do you like him? Not really. Why? I don't know. He just seems like one of those actors that everybody has just accepted he's good, but nobody's actually ever seen him in anything. I've seen him in stuff. Yeah, but as in, like, they've never sort of taken note. They've just sort of thought... They've like, seen him in Zombieland, The Hunger Games, that's about it, really. Zombieland. I hate Zombieland. Dreadful. Right. One of the things that went, one of the things that went down well a while ago, was what do you think each doctor smells like? Mm-hmm. What do you mean it went down well? It just went down well. It was a popular. What people have sp- people are talking about it. They're all saying it. Okay. So what I thought 
is I'd prepare a list for you of where you think each doctor, as in the actor, would shop. Brilliant. Right? Mm. I've prepared a list. Is gonna, this... This in, is like... It's just like in their time? No, this is now. So like hard... So like... Tenant would go to Woolworths, but obviously but Matt can't now. To be fair, I think most of them would work because they'd still... Yeah, I think, yeah, this is fine. I'm going to run you through my list and then we're going to go back to the beginning and I want you to tell me what you think. Why you think they'd shop. Okay? Why don't we go through your list and I'll just do it with you. Okay, okay, alright. Because we'll, we'll do it that way. It sounds really long and boring the other way. <laughs> we're on Patreon, by the way. Um, so, I'm going to start at the beginning. So remember, this is the actor, not the doctor. Which supermarket would each doctor actor shop at? Hartnell. Right? This is my thought. I'll give you my thought first. No supermarket or shop. Well, sort of. Hartnell's all traditional. Butcher's, greengrocer. Uh, no. Baker. He won't. His wife does it. Very good call. <laughs> Where does she shop? Um... Exactly the same. Traditional. Yeah. Okay. Old but school. He just doesn't do it himself. Now, I did struggle with Troughton, but I think I'm quite happy with the answer. Bullworths. MS. No. 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 Bertwee. No, 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 Bertwee. What what do you what do you think about Troughton? Where would he shop? Bullworths. Woolworths for his, his shop. Green oh, for his like food shop. Yeah, food. They're buying oh. food. Can they, can different doctors go to the same place, or is it more interesting if they go to different? I think places? it's more interesting if they go to different. But if you'd like to overlap, um, I'm I'm perfectly fine. I reckon Trout goes to a farm shop. That is a good call, actually. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Pertwee, M and S. Incorrect. This is what I think. Pertwee, co-op. Hear me out. He thinks he's posh, but he's just too lazy to drive further. Well, Sainsbury's. That's the in-between, isn't it? No, no. He shops oh, at the co-op. 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 Okay. Yeah, he shops at the co-op. Coop. Because he's too... Yeah, the coop. <laughs> because he's too lazy to drive any further. Okay. Okay. Baker. Tom. Here's my thought. Tom Baker. Bargain booze. <laughs> that is fair. Didn't think of that one. I went with Little. He loves a deal, but he's stingy. Even when there's deals? Even when there's a deal. Okay. He'll... You'll try and get some money off somewhere. So is it Little Slash Aldi or...? No, 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 because they're not the same place. No, I know, but they're similar and... No, they're no, like no, marketing. they're not. They are not. They are not. Their marketing companies are very similar. Well... They touch on exactly the same things, and their store layout is even the same. Except Little has a bakery. <laughs> Stumped. <Ooh. laughs> okay. Davison, right? Peter Davison. Peter Davidson. Um... Do you want my thought? Yeah. Tesco. Middle of the road, and he'll just say, fuck off, don't bother me if you're not at Comic-Con. I just want to do my shopping. Colin Baker. No, Peter, Peter Davison. Davison. Yeah. Peter Davison. Yeah, I agree with that. Colin Baker. This is a thought, right? This is Baker. Def- Colin. Definitely m and Sainsbury's. He's posh. Oh, yeah. And I reckon he's got a house with wooden beams. Wooden slats that don't really need to be there. Like that. Uh, oak beams in the oh, ceiling. Oh, full-on oak beams. Yeah, full-on oak beams in the ceiling. Mm. The wine rings everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I see 100%, 100%. that. 100%. I see that. Okay, yeah. yeah. McCoy? M&S. No. Who, is no, no, any, no, no, no. any of these on M&S? Are these old doctors and new doctors? Or? I've done them all. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Sylvester McCoy. It's really long one. What do you reckon I've put? Farm foods. I think he's a bit different, isn't he? Farm foods. No. Is it home bargains? Aldi, right? <laughs> he's, a, he's a bit wacky. Thing in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm push my trolley. There's McCoy. There's McCoy. Right? <laughs> he goes to Aldi. Pick his pepper bit, army. He goes to Aldi. Sorry. He's a bit wacky. Yep. Middle aisle. He goes in for apples, comes out with a ladder. <laughs> That's McCoy. Yeah. Paul McGann. Right? MS. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Paul McGann shops at Morrison's. He yes, just, he does. He just wants yeah, to get the does. shopping done. No frills. Get in. Get out. <laughs> Eccleston. Now, I think Home I have absolutely nailed this one. I think I've got it to a T. What? Who? Come. Christopher Eccleston. He's a man of the people. He is. He shops at Asda. He does shop at Asda. He, <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He is not afraid of having a punch up by the baby wipes. If somebody is in his way, yeah. he will headbutt and be on. You know, just but be on his way. He, if he doesn't get one of those blue coins for the charities, he hits the shit. That's Tesco. It's green coins in Asda. Do apologise. Do you want to just... Should we edit an apology no. in? Do you want to just apologise? No. Oh, right oh. David Tennant. Really struggled with this. But then again, I think I've got it okay. Um... You could be right, but I'm thinking this, right? Yeah. Waitrose. Place. He thinks he's down to yeah, earth. That's annoying. He's posh, right? He's posh, but he thinks he's down to earth, and he charges 120 quid for somebody to sign his name to put his name on a yeah. piece of paper. So he thinks he's like, oh yeah, supporting local businesses and everything. But you, you no, you shop at Waitrose, mate. Mate. David Tennant. Okay. Yeah. Matt Smith, again, nailed. Absolutely nailed this one. What are you going with? M&S. Incorrect. Fucking hell. Matt Smith doesn't do his own shopping. He's too posh. But when he does go out, he goes to shop at the garden centre and pays £8 for a cottage pie that's frozen. Thank you. You got. You look like you're about to say something. I know the next one. Peter Capaldi. Yep. Hundred percent. You've got this wrong. I've got it nailed. Nailed. Online shopping. Now that is a good call, but not good enough. Oh god. Peter Capaldi <laughs> is a lifetime gold member at Costco. He bulk buys, and I bet he drives a van. Yeah, I bet he does as well. And he's got. A- some drums in the back as well. Never uses them. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah, probably drives a nice van. This is the trickiest one. M and S. Jody's M and S. Jody Whitaker. For sure, M and S. For sure. See, I might give you M and S because M and S isn't like. Here we go. Now You're gonna, Daddy's yacht's going to no, start talking now. Because it used to be a thing. You know, once every few months, we'll, we'll do a shop at M and S. Did it? What do you mean? It used to be a thing. Yeah. In no, your house. Yeah, we just don't do it anymore. 
What? The listeners have seen another side of you. What? They thought we were just like two cheeky, chappy country boys. Country. We used to do a shop at M&S every few months, you know, just as something that was a bit different. But ever since lockdown, we can't afford to pay the maid. Not really, no. She's too busy waxing the yacht. Now, M&S used to. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore, because it's easy to online shop, as the Yeah. And you can't, you can do it with M&S, but it costs a fucking fortune with that Ocado. So they seen the van. Do you remember there was a big bust up when they went to switch? I don't know if they did switch. Big bust up. Ocado. Asda V Ocado. Uh, well, no, Asda. Uh, Asda. Ocado uh, wanted to switch from M&S to Waitrose or Waitrose to M&S. Right. Because that's, that's all they are, aren't they? They just buy the stuff and mm. rethink it. And there was a big bust up. In the car park. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Come here. Ow. Um, Ow. So, yeah, M&S. Mm-hmm. It's nice, but it's just not worth the money. No, it is not worth the money. But I think Jodie, now she's hit the big time, mm-hmm. appreciates M&S and like, thinks like, that's top tier. I'm living the life of luxury. Right. That's why I think, because Jodie's still down to earth, but to her, that's like max. That's max out. See, I think it's M&S. I might she, give you that. She loves looking at the crisp style. Do you want to? Do you want to hear what my thought is? But I think I might give you the M&S because I think you've won me round there. Oh, okay. I went with now. Just bear in mind, she's pregnant at the minute. Congratulations, Jodie. Now she's pregnant. Good. Obviously, she's going to be tired. You know, as pregnant people are. I reckon she shops at the spare. Because she just doesn't care. She doesn't want to go into town. But I think in real life, everyday Jodie, m and I'm going to give you that. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. I got one right. Thank you. Eccleston Spa as well, I think. Asta. He's a man of the people. <laughs> right. Thank you for the quiz, Harold. You're very welcome. <sighs> So, are we starting with my story? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, my story this week is The Mind Robber. Okay. It is Patrick Troughton and Wendy Padbury's favourite story. (laughs) Wendy Cadbury. Wendy Padbury. Zoe. Zoe. It is five parts long. Working titles of The Tell you what, there's some good-looking people in this. Working titles, The Fact of Fiction and Manpower. They decided to not go with those and go for The Mind Robber. It is from Season 6, Serial 2. It aired from the 14th of September to the 12th of October, 1968. Written by Peter Ling. (laughs) Directed by David Maloney. Produced by Peter Bryant. Script edited by Derek Sherwin. And music by... Dudley... Stock. There is only one piece of stock music in it. There's nothing else there. So you know, when they're swashbuckling. Oh. Uh, I haven't written a synopsis because dead. it's... 
nonsensical. Yeah. Stuff happens. So the Doctor is played by Patrick Troughton. I would like to wish on behalf of WCCY, I hope I may take your hand in this and just... <laughs> I hope you will join me I'll get on and with the it. listeners in wishing Patrick Troughton a very happy birthday. A very happy 102nd birthday Is he still today. going? Is he still going? No. Oh, okay. He would have been 102 today. Yeah. So, happy birthday, Patrick. Happy we all birthday, know Patrick. that you are my favourite. This is my TARDIS team, and I'll have nothing said against it. The cables are covering John's face. Okay? Yeah. This is my TARDIS team. All right. They're, they're beautiful. Beautiful people. Mm. Right. <clears throat> I was going to say, it's quite low. There we go. Okay. Oh, aye. Oh, God. JB. Adverts. Uh, initial thoughts on the mind robber. Um, I remember when you told me about the story, and then I was like, wow, that sounds cool. How can they fuck that up? And I watched it, and I thought, wow, that sounded cool, but they fucked it up. Interesting. Like, they made it really boring. Somehow, someway, <laughs> they made the musketeer fighting himself boring. Well, it looked like himself. It was just very dull. And I felt like I watched the same episode three times. <laughs> so, oh yeah. Well, there you go. Um, but I still enjoyed it. I loved the beginning. Mm-hmm. I loved the end. Mm-hmm. Although I was there a missing episode, or was that nope, the end? that is the end, yeah. <sighs> okay. It's what I call a, a smiley face story. Not that it makes you smile. High point at the beginning, high point at the end, but with a bit of a trough in the middle. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I like that. Did you think of that while you were watching it? Yeah. I bet you were impressed with that. I was impressed with that. I was like, fucking hell, I'm going to write that down. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. So it's a smiley face story. Kind of like our book. Oh, interesting. It was all right when no, it started. Just... It was promising when it started. <laughs> It was all right when it ended, obviously. Yeah. But a big old trough in the middle. It's like a hair. (laughs) (laughs) So part one starts uh, with the end of The Dominators. Yep. Have we watched The Dominators? Have you watched it? I have. It's one of my faves. It's great. Probably. With the quacks? Yeah, yeah. The box things? Have you watched that one? It starts with the end of The Dominators, and the TARDIS team go back to the TARDIS. The next one's in The Invasion, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Some good stories here. God, it's good. This is Trenton's final season as well. And best. Oh, yeah. Quality. It's a shame so much of it's missing. Anyway, so we end with the... Uh, we end. We start with the end of the Dominators. Yep. And the uh, the TARDIS team go back to the TARDIS to escape the shaving foam. Oh, no. I mean I mean the lava. Oh. What are your thoughts on this TARDIS crew? Maybe I haven't seen the Dominators. What are my thoughts on the TARDIS team? Yeah. Good. They work well. Mm. And there's a good rapport with them all. Quality rapport. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a similar thing. Don't shout at me, but with Matt Pond and Rory. Uh, not as good, but it's just like... you. F- it's easy to imagine that away from the cameras... These characters, well, they're not real, but these characters would have this life yeah. and have these experiences and they grow as people even when you're not watching it. Do you know what I mean? Very profound. Thank you. Your BAFTA's in the post. But then when you look at... Mm, 
like Colin and Perry. I oh, feel they're like a quality team. Though. They are, but Colin's either hitting her, or they just they go back into the stasis chamber and like wait for the <laughs> next story. <laughs> yeah, like, vacuum packed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's nice. It's believable. Yeah, they are uh, really good. All of them together. This is my favorite Tardis team. They're just so good. I yeah. watched uh, the Moonbait. No, I didn't. Where I watched. Oh, oh no, the, your favorite Doctor and companion is Tom and. Oh, I don't know. I think this is my favourite Tardis team. Uh, but you underappreciated how good Tom and... Tom and Leela? No. Noel? No. <laughs> I don't know. She had a show. Sarah Jane. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are great. Yeah. They are great. Um, so, yeah, I love this Tardis team. I watched The Wheel in Space the other day on Britbox. Right. It's still, still one of my favourites, even right. though... A large percentage of it is missing. Right. It's great. Mm. It is great. So, in the TARDIS, they can't take off because of the fluid link. <laughs> so they use an emergency thing to take the TARDIS out of reality. Right. So, all this goes on, and Jamie sees visions of Scotland. Oh, God. Did you notice how when he's looking at the camera as well, they do that... You know when somebody's told to smile yeah. and they have to, like, hold it? Hold it. Hold it. And it starts to become really awkward. Yeah. The cheeks get tired. Yeah, they're... It's horrible. I thought we could do it for the next time on Twitter. So, yeah. Uh, so, Jamie sees Scotland and Zoe sees a city. Oh, well, he is Scotland as well, yeah. isn't he? It's <laughs> a bagpipe. He loves it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, why do bagpipe players march? We've got to do a joke because we're in the comedy Comics, category. Yeah. Why do bagpipe players march when they're playing? To get away from the noise. Thank you. So Zoe sees a city, just there you go, and goes outside despite the doctor telling her it's a bad idea. Mm. Jamie follows, and there's robots and shit, and the doctor mentally battles with a voice. There's a lot of mentally battling. I must fight it! Um. They get back in the TARDIS and take off as Jamie hears a horse. They all... <laughs> they all hear a horribly loud sound and the TARDIS explodes. That's great, that. Imagine if you were watching that back in the day. Oh, fuck yeah. me. Right, what's and the then, tea? In a very enlightening... I would have probably been about six when I watched this. And then in a very enlightening old are you? image for a, for a young boy, Zoe clings to the console... And, um... But, but, what? Sorry? What? Do you not remember that bit? No, start your sentence again. What? What do you say? It's very. It, it's a very enlightening moment for a young boy. You... S- skip that. Skip that. <laughs> <laughs> when Zoe's on the console, yeah. it's like... What's going on here? Right. There's Jamie there as well. Yeah, he's on the other side. I'm sure others will look at Jamie instead. I'm sure they will. They wish they were that console. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, Zoe and Jamie are clinging to the console as the Doctor drifts through nothingness and Zoe screams really loud. Really loud, yeah. End of episode one. Jesus Christ, that was quick. Episode one yeah. is brilliant. It is. I think it's great. It is. It's great. Nothing happens. Not well, it does, but sort of, it's just an atmosphere builder, isn't it? Yeah. This this is the, I think that was the episode that was added in as like the replacement bit. So the Dominators were supposed to be six episodes, but 
they changed it to five. And then this was supposed to be four, but they changed it to five, five to bulk it out. Right. So, and um, I think this was written really quick as well. It doesn't show. No. Episode two, Jamie is in the forest and gets shot by a, by a soldier. <laughs> shot by a soldier. He turns into a... It's <laughs> <laughs> a sound, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Zoe finds a building and shouts really loud again before a door opens slowly. She walks in and falls off the earth. The no. door shuts. No. But a dark figure is watching them in a room. Mm. His voice changes from nice sounding to a gruff, sort of evilly voice as well. Mm. Uh, Find them. Um, ow. The doctor searches for Zoe and someone who doesn't sound like Jamie. Did you notice this? No. So when when he's searching for Jamie, there's a bit of a story behind this. So, well, we'll get to that one. Okay. So, some Nutcracker toy soldiers start to search for the Doctor. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> the Doctor then gets a, <laughs> the Doctor then gets accosted by Gulliver. Accosted. Well, met by, or spoken to, interrupted. No, I just haven't heard that word in a long time. Um, Bernard Horsfall is playing Gulliver. We saw him last week as Chancellor Goth. Is he goth or Gulliver, in your mind? Neither. He's Taron from Planet of the Daleks. All right. Thank you. So, um, Gulliver tells him of the master, then... Not that master. Well... What do you mean? Then he retires as in quiet a manner as he came. <laughs> <laughs> Some... Dreadful child actors then appear. Who oh, are pretty much the same height as Troughton. Did you notice that? Ring a ring a roses, a pocket full of poses, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. <laughs> all right. So they start shouting riddles at him. Yeah. And they say, uh, rearrange the word sword. Hey. And the dictionary appears. Because words. Sword. Sword. Rearrange that word. And you get dictionary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you okay. get Oxford. Okay. The kids say he <laughs> might be suitable and run away. I don't know how to respond to that. Neither do I, David Mitchell. Uh, Jamie is now a cardboard cutout standing by a safe and a wishing well. Yeah. A wishing well. The doctor has to rearrange Jamie's face from bits and somehow gets, not literally from bits, he hasn't been Three. blown up. No. Like, just a flap of the oh, mouth. Christ. <laughs> this is... So, yeah. Put that tooth and that gum. That's not his gum. That's <laughs> not his gum. Yikes. Oh, so he somehow gets it wrong, but it's fine. So onwards with Yeah, he doesn't really feel bad about it. It's just like, oh. Well. No, yeah. So there's a reason. It's like he got Sudoku wrong in the, in the paper. <laughs> so there is a reason why Jamie is not in this. It was on holiday. He had chicken pox. Brilliant. So they had to write him out quick, and that's the reason... That's a good way of writing. It is a great way, actually. I think think it's clever. It's clever. So they get Zoe back and have a wander about. Jamie says he'll go up the tree and have a look, but the trees aren't really trees. I mean, they didn't really look like trees. No. Anyway. They're letters that make up proverbs. Proverbs. 
proverbs, not antiverbs, <laughs> proverbs. Gulliver comes back and looks about nine foot tall stood next to the TARDIS mm. team and dobs them in to the soldiers because they don't exist for him. So he he doesn't he doesn't really dob them in. He he can't see them. Why did they make the story so confusing? I don't know. Like, so okay, yeah. The soldiers lead them away, and yeah. then a unicorn. What is the? I feel like if you're into the avant garde, if you like subliminal yeah. messages, this is for you. This is not for you because it's a bit shit. <laughs> so it is. It, I can see it. Mm. It's like just throw shit at a wall, see if it sticks. Seriously. But I'm all a fan of that. I'm a huge fan of that mm. because you'll get some people thinking, "Oh, what is the hidden meaning?" Don't know. See in the corner. Bunch of mm-hmm. annoying kids. So, yeah, so there's a unicorn. Unicorn. Or, to everybody else... <laughs> One corn. <laughs> to everybody else, it's a horse covered in chalk with a twister lolly on its head. Sad, that, isn't it? Poor pony. It, that horse is not happy either. Well, it's uni one. It's not, is it? It was uni. Uni, it's that place that you have to go to no. that you don't like. I don't have to go if I don't want to. Uni. Yeah. Is it more than... Who cares? A unident is an unusual incident. (laughs) Don't know what that's got to do with it. So it's an unusual horse. There you go. We'll go with that. I'm sure that's completely... Unusual corn. Unusual corn. Right, come on. Mm -hmm. Part three. The TARDIS team chant, it doesn't exist, and the unicorn disappears. Oh, this is bollocks. Every episode ended the same way, and every episode started with the same. Like, oh, you just think it, just believe it doesn't exist. Just get on with it. And it, it's fine. So the tin soldiers come back again. Again. Who the are dark, they? The, sol- the tin soldiers. Yeah. They're just tin soldiers. Fair enough. And the dark figure orders them to set the TARDIS team free so they can walk into the trap. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> release him from prison so I can get him in a trap and put him back in prison huh so Jamie gets shot again and yeah. they have to play the face matching game again yeah. and bring back the real Jamie before entering the house yeah. they enter the house and there's a maze inside and they use some string to like map out you know to find their way back they run out of string and leave Jamie and just carry on <laughs> They hear a minotaur roar, and the doctor shouts that it doesn't exist right down Zoe's ear, and she winces. Like proper screams down her ear. It doesn't exist! And you can see her do that, like her eyes shut. Blood trickle down, oh, her, down her neck. Hell, Troughton. Um, Gulliver appears again. Right, so this is episode two. Three. Sorry. <laughs> so Gulliver appears again. And the doctor asks him to tell him where the master is and finally recognises him as Gulliver. Mm. Jamie is escaping the toy soldier, but what he really needs is a rope. A rope. Would you believe it? It appears, but it leads to a turret window, and guess who it is? This is when Jamie's climbing the cliff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. good that. That's toy soldiers, like, ragging at the thing. It's quite good, that. Uh, Guess who it is? Would you say you'd have to be to go up the rest of the rock? A fly. A human yeah, fly. That's it. What a something. weird thing to say. I'd have to be a human fly to catch out that. No, he doesn't sound like that, does he? That's, <laughs> uh, that's Mick Jagger's Scottish cousin. Hey. Um, yeah, so it's Rapunzel. 
Who's <laughs> I think her hair like they t- did they tie a normal rope to her hair? That's what it, it looks like. like a rope, doesn't yeah. It? On you can see the, the where they just literally put a rope on her hair. Mm. Mm. So he enters her opening. Hey, pardon. I've written he enters her opening, but he doesn't. Jamie does not enter. Uh, he enters her window. Open I think, window. I mean, her open window, not her opening. And it's all futuristic with projectors of liter- literary work. I can't say that word. This isn't any castle. This doesn't look like no castle. I don't it know may it look like a castle on the outside, but it's not really a castle. Inside is like a big book. It's full of literary work and projectors and shit. So it's not really a castle, oh, but it might look God. like a castle. I just don't understand the story. What was the point? Phil time, didn't it? <laughs> uh, so he finds a printer that's typing out what's happening to the Doctor and Zoe. <laughs> yeah. The Doctor. Oh, don't read it out. Zoe. Don't read. Oh. Are facing. We need to add ten minutes this episode. Producer. And she... <laughs> and then we just go and see it anyway. Uh, yeah, so the uh, Medusa is now taunting the what Doctor. What I think they would usually do is just show it, the scene. And have them talk over it. Yeah, the BO yeah. over it. Or, so, yeah. know, okay. so Medusa is now taunting the Doctor and Zoe. On the new show. So don't look into her eyes. Don't look into her eyes. End of episode three. God, I need to look. Why? I shouted that out. Why? <laughs> what are you doing? You're a wee McGrath. Why does she need to look at it? I don't know. What do you think of her spangly cat suit? <laughs> it's nice. It's great. Yeah, it's nice. It's great. Mm. Part four. They look at Medusa's reflection in a... Now, I think Zoe needs to look at Medusa because that's Medusa's effect on people. Like, you need to look. I'm not too sure. But... What? Do you know what I mean? Why? It doesn't explain why she she can't... Believe that it's not real. I think she so. refuses yeah, to like, believe it's not real. It's Zoe, isn't it? So they look at Medusa's reflection in the mirror and she turns back to a statue. Jamie tries to enter another part of the building but sets off an alarm and Gulliver appears again. The robots go after Jamie but Gulliver doesn't see them. <laughs> I bet they were like that when you're writing it. <laughs> So the Doctor and Zoe then see the comic character, the carcass. Oh. The Doctor says his gun isn't real and it Who disappears. Who is the carcass? Now, I don't know if it's real or not, but it's a it's a comic strip character. Right. I don't know. So the carcass throws Zoe about four foot in the air. God is on my command. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, so he throws Zoe about four foot in his the air. His muscles before. aren't real, are I don't they? I think so. I don't think they are. Oh, this scene was great. Yeah, so she kicks his ass, and then he cries out mercy and shows them the way to the city. Did you see when they first interacted in the fight? And he picks her up. He, like, throws her about four times. <laughs> yeah. Just like a dance. Yeah. Whee! You go there. It's great. Um, so, yeah, Zoe kicks his ass. Yeah. He begs for mercy and just obeys her. Yeah, that's her. That's her. The Doctor and Zoe go into the building, mm. and uh, the Doctor throws Zoe over the threshold. Mm. The Doctor uh, works out that it's a world of fiction. And there's no need to hide from the robots or anything because they'll get taken 
they'll just get taken to the master. So we'll speak out and this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> the master tells them to come in. They enter the room with a spinning globy brain thing and yeah. a nice old chap who's wired up to it. He's great. He's great. Yeah. Is it Emrys Jones, I think? Who's got the Welshest sounding name, but it isn't Welsh. No. Uh, it's like uh, Innis Lloyd, one of the Doctor Who's. Anyway, so the Master explains that he's working for a higher power who requires someone to be wired up to it. He was selected to work in this place because of the enormous body of work he created writing Captain Jack Hack. No way. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he said that, I was thinking. I was on my phone and I heard that. Captain Jack. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry. Back yeah. to so the brain starts to make a noise and then he starts writing and then he comes back and the doctor was brought here to replace the master as he's dying. Uh, and the brain needs someone with imagination. Uh, he refuses and the master changes persona and tells them that he can't refuse. Jamie and Zoe are backed into a corner by the robots, but it's a big cock. Uh, no, it's, <laughs> it's a big book. Yeah. And it closes on them. <laughs> it does. Finn. Why don't they just walk out? <laughs> I mean, it's, Zoe, it's- push as quick, as, as hard as you can. I can't, Jamie. I can't. I can't. <laughs> just walk out. What? Don't know. Part five. So the master tells the doctor that Jamie and Zoe are now just fiction, and that the only way for them to be brought back is for him to take over as the controller and rewrite history. The doctor, the doctor escapes by climbing up the bookcase, escaping to the roof. Fiction Jamie and Zoe are on the roof, repeating themselves, and the doctor needs to write something onto the master real thingy. Go on. What do you think about Jamie's replacement? As in the the other actor, <laughs> yeah. I think he's all right. Yeah, yeah he's all right. Yeah. I think he's pretty good. He's pretty I good. Bet Jamie was shitting himself. Yeah. Oh no. Fraser Hines. Yeah. Or... Fraser Hines. Yeah. What if he was better than him? No. Didn't have the rapport. Re- the rapport. So yeah. So the doctor needs to write some uh, write, like rewrite history sort of thing onto the master reel. So the carcass and Rapunzel help him down a shaft to start typing. But he comes back up and those bloody kids and Gulliver are now there, uh, mm. are there as well, though. Yeah. So the Doctor gets trapped in, like, a glass box thingy. Oh, no, you skipped over that scene, didn't you? It's great. Ring a ring. That's not, they've done that, haven't they? Yeah. But then yeah, they just... Zoe and Jamie come back. Or I don't think it's them, but... No. And they go, oh, Doctor, it's here, it's here, it's here. And he goes in. And I thought that was it. I was like, hang on, there's another ten minutes left. Ah, all these episodes really underrun on time as well. Oh, really, some of them like eighteen minutes. Really, yeah, it's a good day to do the podcast, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so the doctor gets trapped in a glass box thing and is taken back to the master's room. The doctor is to be interrogated by the machine thing. No, he's not. He's to be integrated into the machine thing, and he tells his companions to get out of the book and concentrate. They escape. But the master sends the robots after them. But the doctor starts to battle in fiction with the master. Ah, this is awful now. It doesn't mean anything. Bergerac and D'Artagnan appear and they start fighting. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know what... This is easy. The whole... All the threat is just as easy as 
saying it's not real. Well, that's a, it's boring. Like, it's really, really dull. Oh, well. well. But it's really well made. It's really frustrating. Really, really, really. Really, really, really. Bergerac and D'Artagnan appear and start fighting. Oh, God. Jamie and Zoe escape back into the control room as the master compounds the robots to remove... No, commands the robots... Compounds. Compounds to remove him from the headpiece thing. Oh. Jamie and Zoe press all the buttons on the control panel... For a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And they all... On the control panel... When you're first into a room, when you're in a new place, press... Everything. No. Press buttons... And what do you do after you press the buttons? Run. No. You didn't watch my episode, did you? What? You didn't watch my episode. I didn't have to watch it. Yeah. Oh. So, Jamie and Zoe press all the buttons on the control panel. Do you not remember when Pon presses all the buttons? Not really. It and was it- crap. <laughs> Jamie and Zoe press all the buttons on the control panel and overload the master brain. And the doctor runs to take the cap thing off of the master brain. as the robots fire. <laughs> Destroying the controls <laughs> and the brain. <laughs> the TARDIS crew rescue the now normal master oh. and try to, you know, return him to home. Yeah. The TARDIS comes back together and that's the end. That's the legit. So, but next week you it is... Blink and you miss it. But next week it is the best story ever, The Invasion. Aye. So, there you go. My, my stuff... Uh... I think it's great. Right. Emrys Jones plays the master, but it's not the master. But no. Wish... Is the master in it at this point? No. He's not. No. He's not in Not till Pertwee. Right. So there's a couple occasions in Troughton's run where uh, uh, somebody is introduced that you initially you think, is that the master? Ooh. In the war games, there's a big one where you sort of, everybody sort of thinks... Could it be the master? Sort oh. of. I think it, it's nice to think that in your sort of own head canon, you can rewrite it a little bit. Yeah. And if you uh, want it to be the master, it's the master. What do they call it? Wrong? No. Oh. F- fan lore. Fan fiction. Yeah. I think... in Fan, like, fan theory. Yeah. yeah. In, in the Who world, I think they say, uh, they say head canon rather than like show canon. So in, in the show canon yeah he is not the master but in your head canon you can you can make i don't know anything that makes them come quicker yeah whatever keeps them creaming <laughs> whatever keeps that cream churning yeah keep it keep it flowing so um yeah i think it's really strong right i think the beginning and the end are really strong or episode one's really strong i think that's great and then when we meet the master for real, like the first time that he actually speaks and interacts with the Doctor, yeah. I think he's great. Right. And he does a really good job of like the different There's personas switching. In, in particular where he's uh, he's like that, and the camera, and he's plotting. I think it's episode four, maybe. and Oh, maybe five. And there's a lovely shadow of his face, and he's just a proper villain in it. Like a, like an intent, they've intentionally done that because they're doing yeah. all these fictional characters and he's like the wicked witch and it's great yeah. i think yeah i love that it's really well directed as well david maloney is directing it it's the same director that we had for last week for the um deadly assassin Ooh. um 
yeah, I think he does a great job. I think uh, that the TARDIS team are on form. They're great. Mm. Regardless of what story they're in, they always yeah. click and they always just do it. They they're just trying. Sort of get on with it. They just um, do them. Yeah. I think it's uh, the nice... It's obviously been thought through. So, like, everything that Gulliver says... So, the, the idea is that the characters can only speak words that were Written. spoken in the literature yeah so gulliver only says things that's out of gulliver's travels yes or gulliver's travels yes so oh that's really good but he speaks in a sort of airy fairy way doesn't it great for uh writing the dialogue as well Mm. just steal that yeah you can't be asked (laughs) just copy and paste that um but yeah this it's great the the bloke who plays the uh the carcass christopher robbie who's carcass Oh yeah, the, the, the strong Reagan. Yeah, Reagan. Um, yeah, Christopher Robbie plays the carcass, and he will return in Tom Baker's era to be the cyber leader in oh. Revenge of the Cybermen. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'd. Uh, unfortunately, though, as nice as the story is, and it does rattle along, a rattle along, it does rattle along. Maybe it's a little bit boring. Um, it's definitely it, boring. Definitely boring. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely boring. It, it feels a little bit pantomime as well, which is fitting. But yeah, it's just, it's the same episode three times. Yeah, with a beginning and end. It's a nice idea. Yeah, and I think it's one of those it's things. A great idea. I think much like your story, on paper, it's a great idea. Yeah, but it's it's so hard to pull things like that off. <laughs> it's just. Yeah. Just try. Yeah. It, um, it's yeah. I ju- I just think it's it's not worth the risk of trying things like that. Just because. Well, in this case, I suppose it's not as bad. But I think in yours, it's sort of. Of course. Even though you've got the facility to do it. Yeah. It doesn't mean you should. Yeah. But having said that. I think it's really enjoyable. It's a classic. It's, I mean, uh, uh, I think I think it's really strong. It's a classic, and it's nice to have a Troughton that is in his final season. That they're really strong in it. I've said strong lots now. You the, do every week. Yeah, pounds. it's really strong. The cast are really good in it, <laughs> and it's nice to have a full story that exists in Troughton's final season. Mm. Because there's so much of Troughton that's missing. It's like, he's probably got more missing episodes than Hartnell. Definitely. So, it's nice that they exist, even if it is a story like this. That We appreciate it. That they're there. Yeah. So we have yeah. something. Uh, oh. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give it an amber virgin on a green. An amber virgin green. An amber virgin you know, amber. on a green. She's a virgin. <laughs> you know, amber, the virgin. She's green with envy. So yeah, I'm going to go amber virgin on green. What are your thoughts? And give us a score. Um, I firmly believe this was three episodes that were the same. Right, the same act structure, just different details. Which is well, it's Doctor it, Who. Yeah, it is, but yeah. I mean, identical. They end the same way. Don't look. Don't look. Don't look. You looked. That <laughs> <laughs> did happen, but... Um, I mean, even episode two and three, you've got 
Jamie gets shot twice. Mm-hmm. Face reconstruction well, twice. Yeah, because the same got, encounter they, with Gulliver. They've got to get Jamie know, out but and get him back. And like, boring. <laughs> oh, I, I wasn't like consciously bored, but it's just I was just a bit peeved. It's probably just a little bit too long. I think it was four. If yeah, it was it's four episodes. Four episodes would have been would have been perfect. I think you could have done something quite nice so, with it. So imagine if you watched it back then as a kid. What the fuck is this? Give me some well, monsters. Troughton and Padbury, they they said it was their favourite episode to work on. It's interesting, no doubt. But I think it only... My opinion was definitely solidified after I watched it all, where usually mm. it's within the first half hour. Yeah. So your episode in a bit. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like the Deadly Assassin, I was in. I knew I was in. Like, I wanted to watch the rest. And this one, it was nonsensical. I didn't yeah. really care. And I can guarantee you neither did they. Not really. No, I suppose. Well, you, well, they did. They even the Minotaur didn't. didn't even get to see it. You did? No, just a shadow. No, we saw it. I didn't see it. You, you did. I got a deleted scene. You got a deleted scene. I didn't see it. Mm. Show me a picture. No. Oh. Ah, you're scared, aren't you? <laughs> no, you do, you do see it. You do see it. It's, so. like, it's a blink and you miss it, then, isn't it? Mm. I, I thought we only saw the, sh- the shadow. No, you see the shadow and then you see it. Oh. Mm. Uh, what would you give it as a rating? We don't do that anymore. Oh, colours. Yeah, the, the thing that we do. Mmm, <laughs> a yellow. Amber. It's I'd a- like a yellow, please, Amber. <laughs> 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 you virgin. <laughs> I'd like it yellow, please, Amber, you virgin. On green. Uh, yeah, I think that's fair. I think it's fair. It was just a little bit disappointing. When you, yeah, you, when you told me it the other week, I was excited. It sounded great. Yeah. I think... It's fresh, though, I will say that. I think some of the it's problem... It's stale in its own narrative, but at yeah. least it's fresh. I, I think, think some that, of the problem... Can I please, <laughs> please let me finish. Um... There are some lovely moments, though, like that TARDIS exploding. And it's like something you never want to see, but yeah. you're glad you saw it. That's one of the things is that I think that hinders the story a little bit is that episode one is so strong and atmospheric and mm. weird. Yeah, it is. It's sort of... That when I was writing room. the notes, I just kept thinking, Ow. what am I writing here? Because it's like something happens and then Gulliver's here and then there's this happens and it's all over the place. Troughton takes acid. Yeah, it is. It is like yeah. a big fever dream. Yeah. Episode one is a fever dream. Yeah. You get that whiteout room. That's great. The robots, the even the TARDIS being white when Troughton comes out of it, they've painted the TARDIS white, haven't they? Like the actual prop. Mm. It's just great. It is. And that end of episode one is probably one of the best cliffhangers from Doctor Who, I'd say, where the TARDIS explodes. Mm-hmm. The companions are stuck on the on the consoles. It's spinning. Troughton's like spinning through space with his eyes shut and Zoe screams. I thought it was a dolly at first. Well, the, when you first see the... Why is he shaking? When you first see <laughs> Zoe and Jamie, that? when you first see Zoe and Jamie on yes. the console, yes. they're plasticine, but you'd no, never know. No, I'd never know. No. No. It says on in the info text. Does yeah. it? On the DVD. It looks great. Yeah, it does look great. On there's some impressive things in this, like that, like how Zoe's costume. Uh, I mean, right? Okay, well, yeah, okay. 
Amber. Virgin on the green. <laughs> All right. Should we move on? So Amber's on a green. W-C-C-Y. Right. I want to steal a segment from neither the time nor the space. Now, they did it a while ago, mm. and Matt doesn't listen. Like, Matt's not listening to our podcast now. He'll say he is, but he isn't. First 30 seconds. Of yeah, yeah. Oh, good episode, lads. <laughs> so, um, what I'm stealing... A load of bullshit, isn't it, really? What I'm stealing is an idea where David and Matt sort of forced each other to listen to music. Okay. Right? I thought I was going to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so... What they did is they picked five songs each yeah. for the other to listen to yeah. and report back next week. Right. I'm not going to say five, because I think that's boring. Yeah. Fifth, no, three. Two. Three. Two. Three. Oh. Yeah, but yours the count is like ten. No, because no, they're like... No, 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 no. They're all normal length songs. Average length. The only re- the only reason that this came to mind is that David is like a big prog rock head. He's a big prog rock fan. He is a big prog rock and fan. And Matt is not. So a big. Is he a minor prog rock fan? Or no. he just doesn't like prog rock. I. I can't speak on his behalf. Obviously, he's not here to defend himself, and I don't want to put words into his mouth. But I think he thinks it's crap. Okay. I don't know who you are. Um, so, I've picked three songs for you. Mm. I would like three songs from you. What? I have picked three songs for you, and I would, I would like, like three, three songs from you. Yeah. yeah. So what we'll do as well, we'll put I the... I haven't prepped for this. No, no. I know, I did text you earlier on, I forgot to mention it. No, you didn't. I did text you earlier on, saying, are you in work? Because I was going to give you a ring to explain... But then I said, why? And he didn't say anything. No, that's why, I, that's why if you listened to what I just said, rather than he interrupt it. He could have called me. Rather than just interrupting me, why don't we just get on with it and we can get on with our lives? Um, so I've got three songs for you, okay? Yeah. I reckon we put them in the description below on the podcast as well, so the listener can look at them, listen to them. So I'm going to give you three songs now. And you can give me three songs in a minute. So my three, would you? What are you thinking? I'm going to give you Genesis. No. <clears throat> the long and, and winding. <laughs> uh, I want. I think the songs that three songs uh, that sort of suggest sting. who we are. Sting. No. Abba. No. Ooh, that's close though, isn't it? No. Taylor. Is it Taylor? No. no. Okay. Song number one. Africa. <laughs> Africa. <laughs> Song number one uh, yeah. is Randy Newman, I Want You to Hurt Like I Do. Okay. Okay. Song two is Boz Skaggs, Break Down Dead Ahead. Mm. Song three is Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald a foggy day? Okay. Those are the three. Listener, it's in the description below. Have, have you got three for me? I need to stop going. I forgot to tell you last week, mm-hmm. um, you did the biggest one of those ever. What? Like, it was a massive... 
oh fuck <laughs> but there were like when I was editing it there was a massive what spike what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah is that when the SAS burst through the window what is that <laughs> so do you want a radar <laughs> you see a little dot a dash I've never seen that before what's that doing there sir you better come and check it's getting closer <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's getting closer sir they're coming in fast so yeah it's about it, really. Mm. <gasps> a train horn. Do you know what we need? Do you know what we need? We need a big honker. Like that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want that. I want one of those. A whoopee cushion. <gasps> uh, that's about it, really. Brilliant. Right, so are you going to give me three songs? Right, so um, my songs for you, Harold, to listen to. I'll give you a little brief. All right. Uh, first one up is uh, Fever A, an artist I've been listening to for a long time. Uh, nobody likes her, right? Uh, I think I don't. I, I think because they're, they're just not enjoyable to listen to. But I enjoyed listening to them. Um, it, it is Mercy Street. It's a single, right? Okay. Uh, I don't think it was ever part of an album. Uh, next is 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 tried and and I need to stop saying that. Tried and true. Yeah. Um, True and tried. <laughs> Next up is uh, everyone's favourite, uh, Lord. I like Lord. Okay. Um, it's it's a, one on a new album. It's an oceanic feeling. Is that the... That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next after that is... Um, I threw it in there because I haven't listened to it in a very long time. But I just listened to this song recently. I was like, oh, okay. I just want to know what you think. That's pretty much it, really. Okay. Don't love it, but I listen to it. It's in the playlist somewhere. It's a Lando Ray. Yep. And it's a not all who wander or lost. I could have put in some something else, but I thought at least one of these needs to be something I'm not too keen on, but I'm all right with. Okay. Well, we'll put the links to all of these in the, in the description. We will not. <laughs> we'll put some YouTube links below in the description thing and we'll do a poll or something on Twitter and discuss them no one's gonna like point. mine you don't know no one's ever heard of Fever A although I did see one of her shaking up version posters in London not a few years back on a school trip well, there you go oh, yeah. see. 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 Are we doing your story now? Because no. I need to fire up BritBox and just sit here and watch something else whilst you talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, my story is dinos on a spaceship. Dino. Right. You want Dinos. To, do you want a synopsis? In 2036 7, the Indian <laughs> Space Agency is on high alert Agents. as an unidentified spaceship hurtles towards the Earth. The 11th Doctor assembles a team to investigate, including the legendary Queen Netheriti Titty, a big game ha- <laughs> 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 Aye. A big game hunter named Riddle, Amy, Rory and Rory's father, Brian. Materialising aboard the mystery ship, they're surprised to find it populated by dinosaurs. Wouldn't be with. 
With time, uh, that's why because he's it twice. With time running out before the ship is blasted out of the sky, space, the Doctor must confront a vicious criminal named Solomon, as the lives of his companions and the dinosaurs hang in the balance. Dot dot dot. Mm. Released eighth of September twenty twelve. Written by Chris Chibnall. Chris Chibnall. Directed by. <laughs> Saul, not Saul Goodman, um, who's famous for directing late minute shopping. I shouldn't be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Micro Men, Upstairs, Downstairs, The Musketeers, Ripper Street, and of course, everyone's favourite, You, Me, and the Apocalypse. Produced by Marcus, um, who actually has some relation to the episode we did last time. What did we do last time? Clo- closing time. Now, Helen Mc- McElveen Wilson, sometimes credited as Helen McElveen, was the sound recorder of the Doctor Who television story Closing Time. She's married to Marcus. Wow, okay. So all links together this week. Interesting. And as always, shat on by... You're not listening, are you? No. <laughs> WCCY. Thoughts? You didn't hate it, but oh, it was very boring. I think it's one of the contenders for probably one of the worst stories I've seen. It's nothing worse than the dried up bean sauce on your trousers. Though. Nothing. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> I think it's it's a contender for one of the worst stories that I've seen. Not in a sort of... Um, not in a. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Mm. It's um, it's just not very good. Mm. But in much the way that uh, the mind robber was a smiley face story, this is a sad face story. <laughs> it starts crap. Yep. Ends crap. Yep. But the moment we meet Solomon, it's okay. Oh. Other than that, though, best scene. Big M- Matt and Solomon in the room together. Best scene, Brian dangling over the end of the TARDIS at the end. With his butties. With his, bu- with his snapping. He's a good actor him as well. Matt Williams. Yeah. Or as I like to call him, Ron, Ron's dad. This week I have mostly been eating. Fast show. What is the function of a rabbit duck? Wait. Act one. You don't know what that's from, do you? Harry Plopper? Yeah. Act one. Oh, yeah, I, I thought it was all right. Not really. I thought it was... If I was little, Doctor Who slash dinos, I'm in. Sold. Unfortunately, the dinos in this are shit. Act one. How can you have a dinosaur story without one of T-Rex? I never liked dinosaurs. Oh, you don't like anything. Act one. It's Egypt 1334. Egypt 1334. Before Christ. B.C. <laughs> it's not. That's not B.C. The dock is smelt up by Queen. I'm going to call her Nephi. Now, problem number one. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a big finish story before this episode, or is it... No, I don't think so. Just... All right, then. So right, any old shit. The dock has... What are you doing? 
I'm just, I'm just, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. What I'm going to say to you is give you a bit of information. I think this story... Could you give some advice? Let me just, uh, actually, I'll phone you. Please don't. I think um, it was the visual effects department that dis- that thought about this story. They wanted to do mean? a dinosaur story. Of course they did. And rather are you than, sure you're up for it? Oh, ah, yeah. And rather than Stephen Moffat saying, no, I'm in charge. I thought Chris Chipper was... No. No, he's not in it yet, is he? No. He's just writing a story. Um, Telling, isn't it? Rather than Stephen Moffat saying, no, I'm or, in charge. Or... No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ugh, no. <laughs> Ugh, no. He said, um, yeah, okay. No, he didn't. He said, I. Mm. I keep going. Um, he said to he gave Chris Chibnall a brief. Yep. He wanted dinosaurs yep. and spaceships. How do you know all this? Do you write notes? Tell this wiki. Uh, uh, I forgot to scroll down more. Zephyr, isn't it? Scrolling down at the bottom. More. At the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Tardis wiki's great. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for Tardis wiki. Nope. Now, or so, the randomizer, or our patrons. We'll get to that at the end. Do it now. And at the right. end. And okay. at the end. Okay. Plug, 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 plug. Plug the shit out of it. We were using Kofi. Do not follow that link anymore. Is it Rob is now... still paying one pound? No. Okay. It is now we'll defunct. Yeah. We have a Patreon page. That it's is in liquidation. It is in liquidation. <laughs> Our assets are frozen. Mm. Uh you can now go to www.patreon.com forward slash WCCY to gain access to bonus content, which is videos, unreleased clips of the podcast, and all that good shit. And Harold's OnlyFans. And my OnlyFans. Um, it's a dark place. Uh, but, but worth it. Worth it. I mean, it is only you £65 come, pound You come a week. away happy-ish. You come away scared. Yours for £93 a week. Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, tenant. So, uh, yeah, Uh, you can visit patreon.com forward slash WCCY to get all of the bonus stuff for the podcast. It is a pound a month. You don't have to do it. If you don't do it, we don't care, especially. But if you do do it, you're a friend for life. So, Makes it all worthwhile, doesn't it? It does. And hopefully it'll go towards paying for the podcast to be uploaded. And £14 a month. Go on. Uh, quality of content would be a better. Would be better. Yeah, it gives a bit of, a, a bit of an incentive. I mean, if we get enough patrons to go skydiving... I'll do anything. We're going it. I'll we're, do anything doing for it. the money. Mm. Do it for the likes. I'll see you at the bottom. <laughs> Straighten the blade. So yeah, patreon.com forward slash WCCY. You would. As soon as you jump out of the plane, you get sucked in there. Mum, look! There's a problem with... There's a problem with aerodynamics. It was just a bit too... Uh, Big. It's basically like throwing a boulder out there. He's got his, <laughs> he's got his own gravitational pull. The plane couldn't take it. Anyway, that's WCC. No, what yeah, is it? www.patreon.com no, slash WCCY. Correct.
And uh, there we are. Now, Nefertiti. I don't don't like her. Actually, no, it's not. It's her inclusion I don't like. It's not her. I think she's fine. No, she does much. Mm. Um, I mean, that's it. I did Matt have an affair with her or something? He's not really dating anyone, is he? But I don't know what happened. I'm glad we didn't see that episode because I bet it was filth. Uh, But some, but Chibnall thought it was uh, an apt opportunity to trickle some in this episode of just pure and utter drivel filth. (laughs) Now, so he ducks out the way, and uh, this is quite the Nefertiti smelling him. You're not listening. What are you doing? Smelling him. What are you doing? On docks. Does it matter? You're on Twitter, aren't you? <laughs> Matt from Marisol. Hi, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the dock smelt up by Nefertiti. Uh, he ducks out and follows a distress call from the Indian Space Agency. <whistles> the agency tells the dock about a UFO coming closer to Earth and they threaten to send up missiles. The camera zooms right in on the dock's uh, Cock. Um before we see the African planes in 1902 after death, which doesn't mean that either. What is it? I think what no. AD? Yeah. Anno Domini. The doc decides that for some reason he needs the Nefertiti and a game hunter. He needs the Nefertiti and a game hunter called John Riddle. Oh. Uh, to help him. Why? Don't know. Don't know. Doesn't matter. I really don't know. Does not matter. Steve more characters, I guess. I know. Um, now I'm not talking of your typing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking rude. But... <laughs> fucking rude. <laughs> what are you doing? I've done now. Sorry. Not only does he need these two to help him, but he also brings Roy. Pond and Rory's dad. Mm-hmm. We'll call him Reginald. Oh. I don't know what his name is. Uh, I really don't know why. Why does he do this? Why? They end up on the UFO and open some doors to reveal a couple of dinos. Dino! Now, problem number one. Well, five. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Are we in agreement that the dinosaurs look awful? Oh, I didn't. I didn't really pick up on that. And they look pretty bad. I'd, honestly, I, I didn't. I've seen walking with dinosaurs. I know how they should look. Some fun facts about walking with dinosaurs, if you're ever curious. Um, so they run away, and the cod skids on some. I think I meant to put cock. The cock skids on some sand like ice for no reason. He does this twice in this episode mm. uh, to keen viewers. They might notice. They escape from the dinos and have a nose around. End of Act 1. So nothing really happened for you. I just want to know what the point is. What's the point in the Hunter? I think he's the most... No, Rory's the most absolute... No, they kind of needed them. Yeah, the Hunter's the most useless character in this. He doesn't do anything. He's got barely any lines. And he's played by someone who's quite big. Is he? I've never seen him before. I've seen him and stuff. I've seen him and stuff. I'm a sip, are you? I don't, honestly. Uh, 
where is your head at right now? Like, so you're watching it. No, you're watching it. You were watching it. You got. We watched it. We watched it last night. What were we thinking? Have we got to carry on watching this? Honestly, I don't know what it is. How I really struggle with New Who. Really struggle. If it doesn't grab me, or if it does something stupid, I just can't forgive it. Mm. I just, it makes me, there's certain points where I just think, what is going on now? Mm. Like, why is this happening? I bet. And it tends to be, like, random jokey things. Like, we haven't got to the whole Queen thing yet, have we? No, it wasn't really a joke, that was No, it? I know, but... Act two. The Doc, Rory, and his dad finds a terminal, and suddenly, after asking for the engine from... Are you all right? They get... Do you need get, me to phone the number? I'm just going to read it as it is, okay? Fast. I'm, yeah, I'm just going to read it as it is. No, because I watch it and make notes at the same time, so I'm just going to read it as is. The Doc and Rory and his dad find a terminal, and suddenly, after asking for the engine uh, from, they get get teleported to an Earth-like <laughs> environment. Uh, one trial later, and Hartnell watches them all on the beach. Now, do you want a fact about the beach? Oh? It's Bad Wolf Beach. Where Rose and Tennant said goodbyes. Yes. Said their goodbyes. They they just seem to just use that beach. Fair enough. It's a nice beach. beach. It's nice stuff. Is it in like Haverford West or something? Or I didn't know it was that beach. So how would I know? Jesus, you're in one. You are. I just want to get it done. You've got a shit in your back. (laughs) (laughs) We all know. Uh, Queen Nefertiti introduces herself to Pond, and Pond says she learned all about her in school. Now, Chibnall, I don't know what school you went to, don't know if it was like a really posh one, but we don't learn about Nefertiti in Wales. I've never I mean, it might be in the English syllabus. Why? Well, it's Egyptians, isn't it? Yeah, but we don't learn about Egyptians in this country. It's all about us, usually. Henry VIII. Six, 1066. You're talking out your ass. I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Mm. At least I'm talking because you're just buried in your phone. Mm. What are you doing? I'm trying to find where the beach is. I'm more interested in that than this. You know when you know when we said, oh, we're not going to do New Who anymore? It's no, no, we're not going to do that. We're close. And then we were like, oh, we'll ju- come on, we'll just do this one. One turn to two. Oh, it's not rated very well. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we doing it then? (laughs) Humour me. Humour me. Now, uh, Hunter Man stumbles on a sleeping dino and laughs. That's it. Bird dinos go for the dock. I couldn't spell pterodactyl. And co, so they run into a cave where they meet two big robots. From Butlins. Have you seen them? I know what you, which ones you mean. I think they it, dance, don't is they? Is it not? I, it's, I don't think it is that. There's people inside them. Oh, or, right. Robots. Okay. But they look. Yeah. Just use the robots from Butlins because they're the same thing. And it's David Mitchell and Robert Webb. Who are they? Mitchell and Webb playing the voices. Say it again, I might get you. Mitchell and Webb. Don't know. <laughs> David Mitchell. No. Robert Webb. I don't know who these people are. Peep Show. Oh, God. I can't. Stan them. Really? I, I, well, I'm, they're fine people, but I just can't stand their characters. And In I this? Hate, yeah, and the characters they do, their personas, I can't stand them. 
and Peep Show. I can't stand. Interesting. It's horrible. Interesting. Do you like Peep Show? Yeah. I bet you I do. do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I like the Peep Show. Um, but yeah, I'm sure they're lovely people. I mean, I know they are. One of them was on um, one of the chat shows or something. Would I lie to you? That's the one. He's good in that. I like him. David Mitchell. He's funny. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Don't like his persona, though, do you? No. You're not into that, are you? Oh, fuck off. Not into that. Uh, anyway, they're very cross. Pond and Co. nose around and find a terminal. This time, they don't get teleported, but find out that the ship has data logs revealing that the ship belongs to the... Savoyans. The doc fondles a triceratops, and Rory's dad throws some balls after making a filthy joke. I hate you, though. I bet you did. I hated that. Mm. Um, oh, no. So, nothing's happened yet. No. <laughs> does it? Nothing does happen, though, does it? Really? Yeah, yeah, stuff happens. Does it? Hunter Man says to Nefertiti, I shall put you over my knee and spank you. Turns out Hartnell is a bit worse for wear and tear and has a dicky leg. Mm. Legs. Leg? Or is it just one leg? I think so, yeah. Oh. Well, Matt only looked at one. <laughs> For about three seconds and then it's fixed. Oh, is the doctor? No, it wasn't fixed. He just looked at one. It wasn't fixed. He didn't fix it. Did he? I wish somebody would fix this and cancel everything. He asked the doc for help by using violence on Rory's dad. Rory uses his awesome nursing skills and jabs his dad with morphine, I'm guessing, but he uses it like an EpiPen. Yeah, I don't like know. He whacks it into his arm. Gives him like a ice pack sticker plaster thing. What do, they, what do they call a plaster in America? Uh, Band-Aid. A Band-Aid. Yeah. For just, you know, I'm being a bit bilingual for our American listeners. Right. If there's anybody there. Hello? Oh. Is, ooh, fucking hell. Is, um... <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. All right, um... <laughs> turns out Hartnell is a bastard... Who searches the stars for valuables. Nasty, nasty man. Kind of like a pirate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Would it, it seems more apt to have like a parity theme episode. Apart from the pirate themed episode they already did with that ghost on the ship. Um, just me. Mm. Um, but this scene's nice. The one where Hartnell and Matt are talking. I guess. It's okay. It's okay. Either it's got Matt Smith in it, isn't it? Oh, leave him alone. Where did he shop again? He doesn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too posh. But if he does, garden centre, frozen cottage pie. Eight, eight pad. Eight pad. Eight pad. What do you think of the episode so far? Rubbish. Is there anything else you can add to this? No, not really. Rubbish. Honestly, it's really bad. I don't know how anybody can defend it. You know what I'm going to ask? Have we had any feedback? No, why? It's just rubbish. Why? Nothing happens. Mm. Nothing happens. They arrive on a spaceship. They got the Salorians. That's pretty cool. No, they they're, haven't. They're a common theme. And what is that ship? Do you know? Do you know what it is? It's a. It's an arc. Do you want me to tell you what it is? It's an arc. Sit down. So the Salorians. It's just what I got from it. <laughs> <laughs> the Salorians uh, noticed that because they're an ancient race. They noticed that there's a big asteroid coming. It's Adric. And they th- yeah, and they, th- <laughs> and they thought, right, well, let's get all our people on a ship, like an ark. Uh, 
go with dinosaurs. And, uh, and no. Just... <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, God. So they're up in space and they just they think, like, right, yeah. we'll reset the course to go back down to Earth after a few. If no. anybody fiddles with it. No. Oh, right, okay. They're, coming, they're on course to go back to Earth over a certain amount of time after the rolls. Oh, I did, see, I didn't take that. I thought it was because he fiddled with it. No, that's only... No, no, no. He, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> uh, so he, their course is set, like, for a certain amount of time, like Planet of the Apes. Like, it's, it's just going... Or it's orbiting, it's going... Well, it just goes out. I don't know why it goes all the way out to space and comes back. I suppose because they don't know how drastic the explosion is going to be on Earth. don't know. Well, if it's that drastic, it's gone. Anyway, so they, they go, they're planning to go back, and it is on its way back in this episode. But the Slorians aren't there, because this dickhead... Got rid. Hijacked it. Why did they take the dinosaurs? Uh, well, I'm guessing because they're reptilian, aren't they? So they think, like, they're our mates. They're not reptilian. They look reptilian. Dinosaurs? What are Dinosaurs? They are. What is a dinosaur? <laughs> Fuck. Mm. It's a reptile. Oh, they are reptiles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um... I'm not apologising. No. Uh, so, Silorians are reptilian as well, aren't they? Sort of. So, I'm guessing they just think they're our mates. Um... So they get hijacked by Hartnell and yeah, Chuck's, yeah, well, jettisons them, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he, he jettisons them, but he puts like the tracker thing. Anyway, turns out Hartnell's a bastard. Um, <laughs> also, turns out Hartnell jettisoned all the Salorians, but Hartnell couldn't escape with the ship. Because it defaulted to its proper course and it's heading back to Earth. <laughs> the Doc and Co. run away and the Doc skids on sand again. Uh, one Geronimo later. Oh, <laughs> Every time he says that, I shout, yes! Same with Alon Z. Uh, so they hop back on the Triceratops. Now, the Triceratops was a big thing in this episode. Right. When they're all riding on it, it's a big like machine on a big track. Did you know that? No. It's a proper, prop, mechanical thing. Oh, sure, they had fun with that, right? Um, doing something interesting. Yeah, 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 it would be fun to watch. Uh, the robots give chase and start shooting Rory uh, and everyone else. <laughs> Why signal that Rory? <laughs> but, uh, You're not going to complain about the robot missing, are you? No. No, good. We've already gone through this. No, but yeah, but about you're not going to complain well, about te- missing. Well, no, no, it's n- I, that's different because we've not seen these robots actually effectively kill anything yet. Pop, no, but that's what I mean. You're not going to complain the that the they end. miss on purpose, are you? No. Good. Why would it do that? Because Mister Tardis will not have it. Yeah, but we talked about this in plot armor and stuff like that. If you go to our look, who's talking episode three? Maybe. Maybe. I just wanted to make it clear that he will not have it. So, move on, please. Um, now? Yes. Um, 
So sorry about that. His dad, <laughs> so his, uh, his other golf ball to get the dino moving, uh, but they go about three miles per hour. Mm. They go really slow on the back of that thing, and the robots end up losing them. Even whoa, though- whoa, whoa! Hang on. What? You know when you just said that they go really slow on that thing about three miles an hour? Yeah. Was that a complaint, like plot armor? I hope it wasn't. He's not going to be happy. Yeah, but it, was, it would have been faster running. Was that a complaint? Yes. Yes or yes. no? Yes. It, it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, well, I'm going to get you his email address now, and you can, can you can write him an email to apologize. MrTardis.com. Has he got a website? I don't know. That's what I'm going to look now. Oh. Why have we never looked at this? Mm. No, he hasn't got a website. But I tell you what you can do. You can DM him on Twitter. I would like you to Oh, come on. Can I carry on, please? Yeah, okay. Um, So, yeah, the the dinosaur's going really slow, but you can tell that this whole episode was made just so they can get that scene where the dinosaur's on the the track. No, where all the people are on the triceratops. You sound like you're making excuses of plot armor again. Um, He's not yeah, happy, so, and the robots lose them, even though it's a straight corridor. Mm. So, Mister T will not have it. Uh, the doc, the doc contacts the ISA, and they are still firing the m- m- mills at the ship <laughs> <laughs> missiles. Pond and Co isn't really doing anything. They're not doing anything. We're in Act 3. Where's Act 3? I don't know what's going on anymore. Pond and Go isn't really doing anything. Uh, the dog... No. The dog snogs Rory for some reason. Do you remember this bit? Do you recall? Uh, the what? Snogs him. Who now? The doctor. Does he? Snogs Rory, yeah. Mm. Pippers. Uh and the doc discovers that because the ancient species are still fill of hope, that means that, <laughs> that means that the ship has no defense systems. So the episodes with the Salorians before now, where they have weapons and stuff like that. All right, Chibnall. Hartnell, it's so tiring. Hartnell realizes that he can't take the dinos and live, so he wants Nefertiti instead. The doc refuse. Oh, we entered that three at some point. The doc refuses. Uh, a Butlin's robot shoots the Triceratops dead. Nefertiti is pissed, and the hunter tries to defend her from Hartnell. But Hartnell's walking stick is just too strong. Do you remember this? Do you recall this? One? Just walk to the side. Um, oh, Act Three. This is it. 11 minutes are left before the missiles hit. The doc realises that two people are needed of the same gene pool to change the ship's course, and that's why Hartnell couldn't do it himself. Right. It's a good thing they brought his dad, isn't it? Roy's dad. Well, without him, this where would we be? This is poor writing. It's really bad. I don't understand, right, how Chris Chibnall... Has a job. Well, not that how he has a job. I just don't understand what makes you think... Out of everybody that's written, who could we get that's going to reply? What about Chris? Yeah, right. Isn't he... Did he do dinosaurs on a spaceship? Yeah. Or didn't he do 42 as well? You know, the pub quiz on a... Yeah. <laughs> right. Should we give him a... We'll see if he's free. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, I'll show when I dropped out. 
Um, Chris is still free though. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? <laughs> Should we just cancel he's it? Staring window. Oh fucking hell! He's a, he's there. He's there. He's there. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's there. Don't look. Just pretend you haven't seen him. Shit, so yeah, what we should do is like so, moving forward. It'll be really good. Of the you know, the sort of, it'll be sort of. Oh God, he's seen us. He's seen us. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys, it's me. It's Chris. <laughs> Just ignore him. Pull the blinds down. That's a great idea, isn't it? It's called the Tyler's Child. What's he saying? Oh, the tiring. Yeah, tiring. <laughs> Something. Should we just ignore him? <laughs> I can't see Stephen, let me in. I want to talk to you Yes. <laughs> Yes. I want to talk to you about yes. I'm lying. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what this story re Oh, go on, finish. <laughs> it's a very good... Oh. While the dock fiddles around, uh, Pond moans to the dock. Um... You've been so long. Oh, I guys. thought you weren't going to come back. Don't. <laughs> Stop it, Pond. <laughs> it's shit. Uh, it's terrible. Uh, the dock teleports out of where there will Rory and his dad control the <laughs> ship by rubbing the seat and Pond. I don't know what this is. Right, so basically... He, Rory... I'm flying a spaceship. You know, no, he's, he's not a cockney, is he? He's just rubbing it. All right, Luke. Have you seen? Did you see when they were controlling the ship? Rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want us to do, Chibbers? To rub your knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, how low, how low you can go. <laughs> it's like he's playing that, isn't he? Chibbers, how low yeah. can you go? Uh, oh God. Uh, uh, um, um, the 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 doc teleported out and then fill in and um, and to give <laughs> and then to give the character something to do, Chibis decides that Pond and the Hunter can go kill some dinos with some guns, and that's they're a, just stunning them though, weren't they? I don't. Yeah. The, it's made very clear that they're tranquilizers. Oh, so they're not killing them? No. But, okay. Um, the dock teleports to, Hart- to Hartnell's ship and disconnects a couple of wires that instantly kills the robots. Hartnell <laughs> threatens to kill Nefertiti and she kicks him down, cane and all. <laughs> the-, <laughs> the dock has somehow redirected the course of the missiles by taking a green stone from the other step. ship. Shit. Uh, the Doc kills Hartnell as the missiles hit his ship. Um, with his main ship redirected, the Doc plane, plant planes to drop off the dinos somewhere else. They all escape. Rory's dad has his butties uh, while wanking off over the earth. The Doc stands behind them 
<laughs> the doc stands behind them and helps a bit gutted uh, that they're all gonna go they all wanna go home. Uh Nefertiti and the hunter stay together. Presumably to fuck. Dinner. Uh Rory's dad goes travelling around the world and the doc drops off the dinos on a planet he's called Silor. Yeah. All right. Ow. Uh and we get a nice shot of uh, the postcard at the end. Uh, is it a drawing? Is it a, <laughs> I don't know. With is the TARDIS a, on it. Is it a photo? No idea. Um, Either way, bad. So I just put, don't know, bored now. Bored. Cowboy episode next. I like that one. I really remember liking that one. Um, I suppose the only nice thing is about doing New Who is that we're ticking them off. Sort of. We will get through them. Like, it has to come to an end. Um, But there is a lot of things we still haven't done yet, so. You see a bad story <laughs> and you think, I can sleep easy tonight knowing that the worst story is behind me. <laughs> and then next week, it pulls it out of the bag. Those miners keep digging and the shaft drops. Mm. And it just gets worse and worse. <laughs> Um, I I don't I'm getting lost for words now. It's just a bit boring. It's incredible, isn't it? Really, I thought this was dreadful. There was a couple of moments that I liked. I think Brian is really strong. I'm surprised we don't. Do we ever see him again? Once, I think. Right. Um, oh, maybe it's one time before this. I think it's the last time. Amy wasn't unbearable. Amy wasn't in it. No, I know, but that's, she wasn't in, she wasn't unbearable. Mm. Um, what it did make me realise is that I think Clara is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I know I already think that, but oh. it just cemented it in for mm. me. She's great. Yeah, yeah. Clara's great. Yeah. Um, Rory Hartnell. He's good, isn't he? D- David Bradley's good. He's good at just playing nasty people. Mm. Um, b- but nothing happens. Nothing happens. It's the same thing that's happened with Flux, where stuff gets set up, no explanation, we don't need one, we're just going to do this thing, but then nothing happens. <gasps> ah! Yeah, it's one <sighs> big drawn out, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I just I find it incredible that people can end up in jobs that where they obviously don't know what they're doing. Yeah, job for the boys, job for the boys, like the council. I still don't know. <laughs> We're giving up now. It honestly, it's astonishing. It's astonishing how bad it can be. If you sort of, if you, if you're whitey. Oh fuck! <laughs> what do they call it? Where you, where you just when you like, like Megan? Yes, Whitey. Right. When you do a Megan. Um. When, when you, you pull a Whitey. When you pull a Whitey. Um. And you're out. Out for the count. Out for the count. Yeah. It's fine. What is fine? The story. Oh right. When nothing goes in. Yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing to go in. 
Uh, did you learn anything at the end of this? No. Did any character development happen? Did we learn anything? Brian? If, in fact, uh, oh, Brian likes his butties. Um, the Silorians. What's the point? It, the story didn't really make sense for them, and it was conflicting to what has happened before now. It's just... To oh. do with Silorians. I don't really get that. I don't get it. Um, a waste of Brad's. A waste of Brad's. Mm. Um, I just don't think anyone really wanted to do this episode. Um, especially not that, that woman working at that Indian Space Agency. No. I don't, she was oh. miserable. Um... I think it was just a field day for the people who want to make the diner. I think I find Matt's era the most boring. I disagree. Capaldi's. What, you disagree that I find it boring? <laughs> <laughs> no, Capaldi's is unbearably boring. It's very dull. Dull. I think Bill's season's the worst. There's a lot of culprits, Holy isn't there, in you? Holy shit, no one cares. <laughs> well, I'm going to give it a red. I think it's probably one of the worst we've seen. <laughs> you said that last week. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. It's just a lot of nothing. It just doesn't say anything. Absolute nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. <laughs> um, it's got to be a red. What's this, Chris? Show sure, Um Did you prefer 42? No, they're equally at the bottom of that barrel. Showrunner. Weird, isn't it? Mad freaky. It is mad, that. Freaky, isn't it? It is mad. Regardless of what your stance is on Chris Chibnall, his stories that he's written for New Who have been sort of mostly disliked or mostly sort of boreified what would make you think... If anything, I'd probably seen Mark Gatiss would have been a more obvious choice. As much as I think it would have been a terrible idea. Oh, God. Bring Russell back. How is it going to go up? It could do, though. Well, like I said, when you're watching, when you're watching New Who and you feel like you can sleep... Sleep soundly in your bed tonight, because at least the worst story's behind you. Oh, there's more to come. Yeah. There's so much more. Russell's only just... This is only the beginning. It's a red. It's a red. It's a red. Big, big red. I wish we kept tabs on what we give, gave her. I red. used to, but I just gave up. I've got a spreadsheet. I know you do. Big gave as well. Up. Yeah. <laughs> everything on it. Um, gave up. I don't want to talk about Nehu anymore. Same. So what we do next time? Oh, hang on. F- uh, feedback. It, yeah, because it doesn't matter what we think. Send us your feedback. 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 Right, we've got three bits of feedback this week.
First up is Christopher Page from the TSP and OE podcasts. Christopher has this to say. I think you're both going to regret your choices. Both are fun, or could have been fun, but fall short of the mark. I'm happy to watch any Troughton story, so this still has some attraction for me. Clever way to give Heinz a holiday, if nothing else. Next up, we got Robert Harvey from the Close to Bell podcast. He has been on uh, this podcast before now. I love the mind, Robert, in all fairness. I can see why so many people think it's naff. It's just mad. But all the characters are great to watch, though. And check out the car cooks. Carks. Carcass. Hubba hubba. I once got the other Jamie to sign my DVD. Just the booklet, though. Not the cover. I've got to be honest. Oh, that's loud. I've got to be honest. I haven't watched Dinosaurs and Spaceships since it was first on. Clearly, it didn't have any impact on me. I'll just wait for you to tell me if it's any good. It's not. Don't bother. Bye, Rob. You are up. <coughs> You're up. <laughs> Next up, we have a new listener. This is Sonia from USA. What's that? It's the United States of America. Mm. It's a big place. They all talk like that. They don't. <laughs> they don't. Like Tallulah. With a silent A, a T, and a L. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> the name's Tallulah. With a silent Tallulah. <laughs> I haven't seen The Mind Robert, and I rewatched Dinosaurs on a Spaceship for the first time a few months ago. I'd totally forgotten about it, but honestly, it was a fun romp. I love Brian, and getting a little glimpse into Rory's family. Amy being badass, and good old dinos. Well, I'm glad somebody enjoys it. There are little glimpses of nice things in the episode. Don't get me wrong, but can we watch that instead? Can we watch one dedicated to Rory's family? Oh, Christ. Anyway. <laughs> so thanks for all the feedback, everybody. Thanks, Sonia. And welcome to all the new listeners. Thanks, Sonia. Welcome to all our new listeners and uh, enjoy. WCCY. Oh, next time. Next time. Next time. Oh, God. Next time. <laughs> next time. Oh. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to watch that one. As Matt said, it doesn't rain, it pours. You ready? Yes. So this (laughs) one is... uh... Oh, there we go. This is Series 11, Episode 2. The Ghost Monument. Hmm. Stranded on an alien planet, infamously called Desolation, can the Doctor find her way to the TARDIS as she promised her new friends? Will her newest company be of any help when they're also racing against each other? Interesting. (laughs) Mine is a Sylvester McCoy. Hey! It is from Season 24, Serial 2, Paradise Towers. The Doctor and Mel decide to visit Paradise Towers, a residential complex that promises a peaceful life to its residents. 
However, the establishment is far from what the name suggests. A conflict persists among the Kangs, human-esque multicolour beings who gather in opposing gangs based on which colour of the rainbow they bear. Furthermore, killer cleaning robots prowl the halls. Right, just throw that in there. (laughs) And a secret in the complex's basement poses the greatest threat of all. When are we going to get the one where it's like the Candyman? I want that one. I'll make the randomizer pick it in a couple of weeks. Okay. I want that one. So there we go. So I'm guessing that's a comment on segregation and stuff like that. Mm. Well, you'll find out. You'll Um, find out next week. uh, Mine's comment on uh, how bad Chibnall's is. Although I don't mind this episode. It's pretty cool. I can't remember it. It's all right. It's fair. So the Ghost Monument and Paradise Towers for next week. Um, Are you doing anything exciting this weekend? Hmm. Well, did you do anything exciting this weekend when mm-hmm. everybody's listening? I might be going to get some drinks with Leroy, cocktails tomorrow. Oh, what about last week made you think that it's a good idea to have a drink this week? Um, because like this podcast, even if you have a bad one, the next one could be the best one ever. But... Was it one of the worst experiences? No. We did mention on the podcast last week that we were going out for some drinks. And I think the listeners might be slightly intrigued to figure out, to to hear how that went. If you are interested, follow us on Patreon. (laughs) We get sneak pictures. Nothing Uh, on there. So... The long and the short, long, the, to cut a long story short. Short to the long of it. Our friend got whiteed. That's the one. And No, she whiteed. She whiteed. She yeah. didn't get whiteed. She whiteed. Yes. <laughs> and that involved her projectile vomiting over your brother's kitchen. Mm. Uh, me fireman lifting are up the stairs into the bath. Just. Just. Because yeah. um, I tried and I just wasn't strong enough. No. Weak. Weak boy. Little weak boy. She said that. She woke up just to say that. Weak boy. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, she had to come back here and sleep on the sofa bed. Hmm. No, she didn't. On the inflatable bed. Oh, as we call it, the lump. <laughs> yeah, we call we don't call her the lump. We call the, the, oh, yeah. the bed the lump because it's got a lump. Died now. Um, so, yeah. Well, at least she's not dead. Yet. Yet. So, there you go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, hang on. Oh. The Ghost Monument. Paradise Towers. Look who's talking. Lots of stuff. Patreon.com forward slash WCCY. You don't have to do it. Nobody cares. You should do it, though. And we need to do a video soon. Yeah, probably. All right, then. Um, take care. Have fun. I was Harry. He's eating. All right, then. <laughs> See you next week. But You can send in your feedback, comments, and suggestions by contacting us on Twitter at whocanconvince, email us on mail at wccy.co.uk, or visit www.wccy.co.uk. Be sure to leave the podcast a rating and review on your podcast platform. 
For bonus content, consider supporting us on Patreon by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash WCCY. Thanks for listening and thank you for your support. Whiskey River, take my mind. Don't let her memory torture me. Whiskey River, don't run dry. You're all I've got to take care of me. Now here's to you, you stupid Mrs. Robinson. Heavens loves you more than you would know. Oh, oh, oh. As if Green Day did it. <laughs> well, here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Heavens loves you more than you will know. Whoa! <laughs> now here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah! Oh. Just a poor boy, though my story's seldom told. I have squandered my resistance for a pocket full of mumbles. I gave up halfway through. <laughs> Sorry. I was just following you, pal. Come on, Artie. Oh. Okay, set, Paul. Oh, Stay, Paul. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> okay, Paul. <laughs> okay, Paul. Alright, Paul. You follow me, Artie. Okay, Paul. Ow. I am just a poor boy. Until my story seldom told, I have squandered my resistance for a pocket full of mumbles. Are we singing this song? No, was it? All eyes and just Still, the man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. When I left my home, my family, I was no more than a boy When the company of strangers in the quiet of the railway station Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> In the court uh, Give it up now, switch off Right Turn these Scarborough fire, just leave it one, two, three, <laughs> one, two, three, four. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Parsley, parsley, remember me to one. <laughs> to once was a true love of mine <laughs> Tell her to make me a car- Are we not doing the second verse now? That is the second verse It's the Simon and Garfunkel verse but Oh we're not doing that one No we're doing the, the traditional verse Fuck me What's it called? Have make a cabaret shirt what, What's it called? Scarborough Fair But not Not the Simon Garfunkel one No Shit house. Hate you. Hate you.